Hello, welcome to Empowering, the podcast all about mental health and eating disorder recovery. Um, I'm in my bed right now. I'm in my bed because this is where I spend most of my time. I feel like I have this need to always be horizontal. Like, I feel like I don't think humans are meant to be vertical for a very long amount of time because it just doesn't make sense to me, you know? Gravity is gonna mess with your blood flow. It's gonna make all the blood rush to your feet. And especially people with anemia, like, come on. It's just, I feel like it's not meant to be. Um, Which is why I spend most of my time horizontal, lying in my bed, because that's when I feel my best. Um, Yeah, and I'm not gonna explain that. I am who I am. Put your penis away. I am who I am. Sorry, if I don't know if anyone's watching Euphoria or not, but um, you have to. Euphoria is literally the best show in the entire world. I will not say that again. Zendaya is um, she's a work of art. Anyway, let's just get into the episode. So disclaimer: before I get into anything, I am not a professional. I have no qualifications in this area. Um, I'm not qualified to diagnose, I'm not qualified to give out sound medical advice, I am just here to give advice based on my opinion and my experience and also backed up by scientific evidence. Um, So yeah, that's my little disclaimer. Also, trigger warning, I will be discussing eating disorders, so if you feel like you're not in the best place, then do not listen to this podcast, although it's here to help you, but disclaimer. Anyway, so today's episode is, am I skinny enough to recover? In quotation marks, okay? Because I hear this nonstop. It's all over TikTok. It's all over Instagram. Everyone feels that they are not thin enough to recover, that they haven't lost enough weight to deem themselves worthy of recovering. And now that, I mean, that's just not, Anyway, there's a whole... I need to unfold this. Okay, I'm going to unfold this. So this episode's specifically about anorexia or any form of restrictive eating disorder. Um, So if you don't feel like you're going to relate to this, then click off. Or unless you want to learn about this, then stay. So I myself have felt this. I have felt like I was not, quotation marks, skinny enough to recover. And that in itself is just such a, I think to a normal person with like a normal functioning mind, they might be like, what does that even mean? How can you not be skinny enough to get better? You know, it's like, when you actually think about it rationally, it's like, why would anyone think that? Like, it just doesn't make sense. It doesn't really make sense. And there's no rationality behind it. Like, there's no rational part of that whole um question there is just none but at the same time eating disorders thrive off irrational thoughts that's the concrete um foundation if you will of eating disorders is they just thrive off irrational thoughts and behaviors and compulsions so obviously if you have an eating disorder you're going to get these irrational thoughts because that's just what the eating disorder is gonna that's just what it's about 
in a way, if you would. I don't know, but... So, am I skinny enough to recover? First of all, define skinny. Skinny enough. Like, at what point are you going to think you're skinny enough, first of all? Because I can guarantee you for a fact that you are not ever going to think you're skinny enough. If you have an eating disorder, you will never think you're skinny enough. And you know that. Like, come on. You have probably had people say to you, oh, you've lost a lot of weight or like insinuate that you've lost too much weight or um you probably had people make any sort of comment towards you that implies that you're thin you know but then at the same time your eating disorder is not at all going to let you believe that in the slightest like it will not it will just not because your eating disorder wants you to carry on. It doesn't want you to give up. It doesn't want you to stop trying to lose weight or stop trying to starve yourself or restrict or compensate. It's not going to want that because it's kind of like a virus, okay? It it can only... It kind of, like, lives off you, you know? As long as you keep it alive, it's going to be alive. Okay, that doesn't make sense, but... A parasite, not a virus. Oh my god, I'm literally so dumb. I got an A in my biology A level and I couldn't even tell you the difference between a virus and a parasite, but here we go. Your eating disorder doesn't want you to give up on your eating disorder, okay? It's not going to want you to quit. It's not going to want you to recover. It's not going to want you to get better. It's not going to want you to gain weight. It's not going to want you to get your life back because then it means it loses power over you. It loses that control that it has over you. And if you don't give it, if you don't let it have control over you or power over you, then it's not going to. So it's going to want you to keep going. It's going to want you to listen to your eating disorder. It's going to want you to keep going and keep losing weight, keep trying to satisfy it. Because at the end of the day, it's it's not there to serve you, you're there to serve it, you know? So for you to think that you're skinny enough, or thin enough, or small enough, or light enough, is just not going to necessarily happen. I mean, maybe it does for some people, but the majority of people I know have never felt that way. And that is because if you're eating disorder, lets you think that you're small enough or skinny enough or even in any form worthy of recovery in any format that doesn't have to do with weight then it loses that power of you and that's not what it wants so it's not gonna let you think that about yourself now let's talk statistics okay you must have seen everywhere the statistic that less than six percent of people with eating disorders are medically diagnosed as underweight you know, like, 6%, less than 6% of people, okay, that's, if you're one of these people, which the majority of people with eating disorders are, if you're not underweight, does that mean you don't deserve to recover? That's ultimately the question, and a very straightforward answer is, you are very much deserving of recovery just because you're not underweight. Okay, let's break this down. There are so many factors that contribute towards your weight, okay? There's medication, genetics, circumstances, 
other health issues. There are just so many things that contribute towards someone's weight and you cannot just say that 6% of people with eating disorders are allowed to recover because they're underweight. Because what about the 94%? Do they not deserve to recover just as much? If you are part of the 94% of people that are not underweight that have an eating disorder, you are part of the majority. And that is so hard to understand when all you see in social media constantly are just these very thin people, you know? That's kind of like the image of anorexia. It's a very thin, skeletal person, you know, someone that looks emaciated. And that idea, um, that like image of anorexia has been perpetuated for so many years you know like in all of these films to the bone the main character the protagonist Ellen she is extremely underweight in every film you see of where like anorexia has been betrayed you will see someone who looks extremely underweight and that is so misleading and confusing to the 94% of people with eating disorders that are not underweight it's gonna confuse them it's gonna put doubt into your brain if you even have this illness because you don't quotation marks look like you have the illness it's gonna make people around you almost question you as well because if they are constantly seeing this image of anorexia as a very underweight skeletal person especially girls then they are also going to have that impression of what an anorexic person looks like but the truth is there is no luck to an eating disorder you know there's no luck and yet at the same time we are constantly being shown this image of anorexia you know so how confusing is it to be anorexic and not look like what you were told you were meant to look like when I first developed anorexia um I wasn't underweight I was a perfectly healthy weight. In fact, I spent a large majority of my childhood in the overweight, obese category. Um, And obviously when I started to lose weight, no one noticed anything was wrong with me. No one would even think I was anorexic because I didn't, quotation mark, look anorexic, you know? And that is so hard because when you are dealing with something internally, you kind of want that, you kind of want people to understand that. And a lot of people won't be able to understand that if what you're telling them is not matching the image they have in their head and it's no one's fault necessarily except the way that anorexia has been betrayed to us in the media you know that is what has technically caused all of this to happen you know and so and although it is no one's fault necessarily that maybe that's how they have a very fixed image of what this illness actually looks like on people it's still their responsibility to educate themselves especially if it's parents family members friends if they know you are suffering with an illness they should take time out to educate themselves on what this illness is about because it's not just being thin it's not just wanting to lose weight it's not just wanting to starve yourself it's nothing about attention it's it's so much more than that and it's the fact that again less than six percent of people are underweight that have eating disorders So how is it that the majority of people are being so misrepresented in the media, you know? And I think that alone is so confusing. 
and it instills so much doubt in people's brains about whether they're actually ill enough, whether they have to look the part almost to be believed by medical professionals or even just people around them. And it's so sad because it might, I mean, I know from experience with me and from seeing other people around me, people who have anorexia, who are not underweight, then feel that they have to starve themselves to the point of being underweight just so they get acknowledged by medical professionals or friends and family because they think if people can't see their illness then maybe maybe they don't have the illness maybe no one's going to believe they have the illness they they feel the need to starve themselves to the point where they almost resemble what anorexia is meant to look like because only when you look like you have anorexia do you feel like you're anorexic but even when you are underweight, this is a whole different topic, but even when you are underweight, there is no guarantee you're going to th- think you're thin enough. There is no guarantee. And I can say that from personal experience and as well people around me. I think it's very important to know that being underweight does not make you feel any more deserving of recovery than you did when you were, a, you know, a normal weight, a healthy weight as the BMI criteria deems or even overweight or obese like you you just will not and if anything you will actually almost feel less deserving because when you starve yourself and specifically when you reach a certain weight or bmi i think it was my therapist told me this there's a part of your brain responsible for self-perception that just almost breaks down or it has a very distorted um way of thinking i'm gonna actually find out what it's called now I found it, um, it took me about 10 minutes because I'm so stupid, but it's called the insular cortex and this part of your brain is responsible for um, your self-awareness and your self-perception and so when you, when you have anorexia and you um, are underweight and you lose weight, it causes a lot of um, dysfunction within this part of your brain and that's not to say that people who are underweight are more real than people who are a healthy weight. I know how your brain's going to jump to conclusions, um, how the insult is going to run with that and think that it is a criticism <laughs> or me saying that you're not as bad as someone who is underweight at all. That's not what I'm saying at all. It's just to show you that actually your eating disorder will convince you that you'll feel more deserving of recovery if you lose weight and become underweight, but it's actually scientifically proven that the more weight you lose the more underweight you get the worse your self-perception is the worse the worse your like um your perception of your body is okay so if it's already bad um you know if 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 it's if you're convinced that you are just not going to feel deserving of recovery until you've become underweight or lost weight here's your reminder that if you do become underweight if you already are underweight you were not going to be able to see yourself as thin enough anyway because your perception of your body is so distorted because of this as well the eating disordered body dysmorphia does not go away just because you get just because you're underweight you know in the sense that you are not going to magically just think you deserve recovery because you're under a certain bmi number like that's just that's just not going to happen. It's not going to happen. And I know that from first-hand experience, I know that from seeing other people around me um, experience that. You also have to ask yourself, why do so many people who have anorexia die? 
say it's not from um, suicide, say for example you have someone who is a very low BMI, we'll take Nikki Graham for example, um, I think everyone's quite aware of Nikki Graham, she was a celebrity who died of anorexia a couple years ago, uh, there was actually a recent documentary about her that made me cry but anyway we're just going to use her for an example okay. So she was underweight, very underweight in fact, um, she was a BMI that was fatal, she was a weight that her body could not keep her alive at if that makes sense and you have to then ask yourself okay well if being underweight is going to make you feel deserving of recovery then why are so many people dying a very underweight um like who are very underweight you know because the truth is if you become underweight or if you lose loads of weight if you get to your goal bmi or your goal weight and you think, okay, once I've reached this number, then I'm going to be deserving of recovery. The truth is that's not going to happen. You're not ever going to have that moment, that light bulb moment where you're like, okay, I'm deserving of recovery now because I am this way. My eating disorder is just going to go away. It's not going to happen. And you know what? It just doesn't happen because no one actually gets to a point where they're like, oh, I've actually reached my goal weight. So now I'm just going to recover. Nobody does that because your eating disorder won't let you, you know? People choose recovery not because they get to their goal weight or because they think they're deserving of recovery. People choose recovery because even though they don't think they deserve recovery, they wanna give it a go. They wanna make, they wanna see what it's like to actually try and make a life for themselves, you know? I think it's very um, important to know that you're just not gonna wake up one day thinking that you deserve to recover because you've reached a certain number. That's not gonna happen, so. I just want to put that out there so anyone who at the moment is struggling with thinking that they need to lose more weight or become underweight to be deserving of getting better it's not true you don't have to at all you deserve to recover right now there is absolutely no reason you don't deserve to recover okay and you need to realize that getting to a certain weight will not make you any more deserving of recovery than you already are right this very second. Um, it's quite hard to believe. I know that from first-hand experience. I always thought, okay, if I get to this goal weight, if I get to this weight, if I get to this BMI, I will be deserving of recovery. But then I got to that weight, I got to that BMI, and I didn't feel a single bit deserving of recovery or getting better. Um, and so you're gonna have a lot of people tell you that you deserve to recover, you know, you can have people scream it, people cry at you, begging you to get better, but you still just will not, you just won't believe it, because it's so, like, drilled into your brain, your eating disorder is so clever, in a way, at convincing you that everyone is lying to you, that no one actually feels the way they say they feel about your eating disorder, no one actually wants it gone, people want you to be thin, people want you to die, people want you to starve yourself, your eating disorder will convince you that everyone's got like false intentions but they don't no one does and I think you realize that as you enter recovery you realize just how much your eating disorder was lying to you the entire time so if you struggle to believe it when you hear people say you deserve recovery I've got a couple tricks um or tips almost that I think might help because they have definitely helped me so I saw this on tiktok 
I don't know who exactly said it, okay, so I'm sorry if I'm using your tip and I'm not giving you credit, I just cannot remember the name, um, if it was you, just give me an email, or an email, what the fuck, this is not the 80s, I didn't think emails were invented then, um, just give me an Instagram DM and I'll, um, credit you obviously in the next episode, but someone said to write a checklist of all the things that your eating disorder has made you do, okay, so this works especially if you don't think you're sick enough, or you don't think you're sick enough to recover, make a checklist, write down all the things that your eating disorder has made you do, or has told you, or all the bad things that have happened as a result of your eating disorder, okay, and as you write this list, see how much of an impact, a negative impact this eating disorder has had on your life, your relationships, your relationship with yourself, your job maybe, your education, your social life, because it will have affected every single part of your life in some way and that in itself is proof that you deserve to recover because you deserve to get your life back in every single way possible. You deserve to have a fun social life and go out and be able to drink alcohol or be able to get like a takeaway after a night out because that's what normal people do, that's what people with healthy relationships with food do. They go out, they drink and then they get takeaways and you just sleep it off and you forget about it and you're not mad at yourself the next day that's just one example, you want to be able to get a job, okay, because if you do not have the energy to even get out of bed some days, then how are you going to be able to have a job, financially support yourself, be able to have money to travel, or to do all the things you'd want to do with your life, and it's so hard because you see everyone around you in jobs, employed with money, so they can drive, or they can go out for meals, or they can buy themselves nice things, and they can wear nice clothes, and if you're stuck in bed thinking, what do I have to do to to live like that? How, why do I not have a job? Why am I not employed? If you were employed and if you are employed, which I am at the moment and I know a lot of people are, but you probably won't have the energy to actually do a good job if you are not eating enough, if you're starving yourself. And that's just the reality of having an eating disorder, it will tear apart every single part of your life, it will take away things that you genuinely love to do, like your hobbies and your passions, and if you just write this list down of everything it has taken away from you, or made you do, or all the negative things it has made you think about yourself or other people, write this list down, and you will literally have a piece of paper in front of you, full of all the horrible negative consequences of having anorexia, or any other eating disorder, okay, and this is like, use this list as proof that you are sick enough, you deserve to recover, because look at all these things it's taken away from you, and all the things you can get back if you enter recovery, and you work hard at recovery, because I guarantee you this, you are going to have at least five things to say, okay, at least five negative things this illness has made you do, or taken away from you, okay, remind yourself, or ask yourself almost, that if you're not deserving of recovery, then who is? If the reason you don't think you're deserving of recovery is because you're not underweight, then ask yourself if that 94% of people who are not underweight, who have eating disorders, are also not deserving of recovery. Because I guarantee you're not such a dick of a person that you're going to say they're not. You're going to look around you, see all these people who are suffering and struggling, just like you, no matter of their weight, and think they deserve to get better, they deserve to have a life that's actually worth something, and not about trying to punish themselves, or restrict, or kill themselves, in a sense, 
because if you're not deserving of recovery, then who is, you know? Because every single person is equal. No one is more sick than another person. No one is more deserving of another person. And I think it's so important to not have a separate rule book for yourself. This is something my um, therapist told me. She said that you can't have another rule book for yourself. You can't think that you are not deserving of recovery, but everyone else is. You can't think that everyone else is beautiful at a bigger size, but you're not. You can't think that everyone else deserves food, but you don't. You can't have a separate rule book. You you are just as equal as every single other being on this planet. And if you don't think you're deserving of food or deserving of dinner or deserving of nice foods like cakes or chocolate or anything, then does that mean everyone else isn't either? Because you're just as equal, as hard as it is to see if you're in this self-destructive mindset, you are just as equal as everyone else is. And that's so important to keep reminding yourself of. You do not have a separate rule book. You are not an exception. You are just as equal as everyone else in terms of deserving. So, the question. Am I skinny enough to recover? You deserve recovery no matter how your body looks. No matter how much you weigh. No matter what BMI category you fall under. You deserve to recover if your eating disorder has caused you any, even an ounce of pain or has taken anything away from you. That is enough. You do not need to keep searching for reasons or create more, almost like, um, create more issues just so you feel deserving of recovery because I guarantee you, you're not going to feel deserving of recovery. Ever, you know? And... I just want to remind everyone that just because you don't feel deserving of recovery, it doesn't mean you have to wait or prolong it or keep starving yourself or keep restricting or keep engaging with your, like in your eating disorder just because you don't feel deserving of recovery. You're not going to wake up and have a light bulb moment. It's not going to happen. It just takes the courage to take the first step in the right direction to say, I'm actually not going to listen to my eating disorder right now. I'm going to do what I think is best for me and what other people think is best for me and I'm going to go against my eating disorder right now just take it day at a time I'm going to do a whole other episode about how to actually start recovery take those steps but here's your reminder you're not going to have a light bulb moment you're not going to feel deserving of recovery but you have to commit to it anyway otherwise you're just going to spend your entire life waiting for the moment you your brain is nice to you or your eating disorder lets you recover. Your eating disorder is never going to let you recover. You have to actively go against it and you have to actively choose to do the opposite thing of what your eating disorder wants. You have to do that every single day but just take one day at a time for now. You don't have to have it all magically figured out at the moment. If you were just in the early stages of recovery just take one day at a time, one challenge at a time, don't overwhelm yourself be kind to yourself, that's the best advice I can give you because you might have slip-ups along the way, you might have days where you're doing well but maybe one thing has gone wrong, maybe you didn't manage to do one challenge, maybe you managed to just stick to a minimum meal plan, maybe you just managed to, I don't know, stick to your safe foods for a day but as long as you commit to in the long run to challenging your eating disorder and to recover from it that is just the most transformative and amazing thing you can do for yourself and I promise you future you will not regret it I'm gonna do a whole other episode about how no one who fully recovers regrets recovery 
but for now um, I'm gonna leave this here and let you know that you do deserve a full recovery no matter your weight no matter your size no matter your circumstances you deserve a full recovery right this very second you do not have to get worse to get better at all I promise you you will not regret it if you start now I promise you you have nothing to lose and everything to gain by choosing recovery and so I really hope that you find the courage to take that step and if you're already choosing recovery if you're already in recovery I hope you have the courage to keep going no matter how hard it gets or challenging it gets or how loud the voice gets because you deserve to get your entire life back you don't you can't afford to lose any more time to this illness it's not going to give you anything it hasn't already given you I promise you so just keep going you are deserving you're amazing you deserve everything good you deserve happiness you deserve good food you deserve to enjoy yourself not miss out on things to live a life you want to live okay so here's your sign if you're hungry right now which i am so as soon as this finishes recording i'm going to get some food if you're hungry right now go and get exactly what you want okay you don't you don't have to have a reason you don't have to have a reason like oh i'm hungry or oh i haven't eaten much today you don't need a reason to eat if you're hungry or if you just want food just go and get food it's there is nothing stopping you except yourself and your eating disorder. I promise you, nothing bad is going to happen to you, okay? And I'm going to go and get some food right now because I'm hungry. So you've got this. Just keep going. Um, and I'll see you next week for another episode. I hope this has made sense. Um, and if you like the episode, then leave a comment. Wait, you can't even comment. Subscribe. You can't even subscribe. Follow and leave a positive review if you like the episode, okay, because, um, that means a lot, I just want to be able to help at least one person, so, okay, I'm gonna go and get food, I'm really hungry, so, yeah, thank you for listening, goodbye!